We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick, let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. My family uses DoorDash all the time because it connects us to our favorite restaurants without us having to drive. Last night, we got some Indian food for my wife, some gumbo for me, and sushi for the kids. And everyone was happy, and we didn't have to do the dishes. The process of ordering was quick and easy, and I love DoorDash for real. So I was so happy to do this for them because I'm a customer, because I know DoorDash is your door to more. Must be over 21 to order alcohol. Alcohol available only in select markets. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. I know you got the firepower. What's your favorite gun? Oh, man. Um, F&H. Got to keep that. Um, you know, I got the new mini ARs. But, you know, back in the day, it was the Glock. <laughs> I rapped about it every day. You know, the Glock 40, that was like my, you know what I mean? And um, I think that's it. Like, you know, you really don't want to do those, uh, 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 those, uh, 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 the vape AKs. Like those, I, I don't know what that's for. That's like. The, the Draco, it's just like it's confusing. <laughs> you know why this? Why the Glock? Why was that your favorite? Um, it just it, it just symbolized it just symbolized safe to me. It's just like it's black, it's solid, it has a dope case. You lock it up. It, it just came the way it came in. You know, I always been a, a a defense person. Like I'm about protecting me and my family, the people I love. So it, it ain't nothing that you brandish. It's nothing that you, you. It's not for that. It's to protect. You know what I'm saying? And I just you know. I just feel like it was something um, this this um, dependable, and, and plus you got that hair trigger, so you know. <laughs> Jeezy is one of the most iconic and legendary MCs to ever come out of the South. We're gonna get into his difficult childhood, his thoughts on the war on drugs, MCing everything. For the whole episode, go to patreon.com slash show. Right now, let's do it. It's the snowman, Jeezy, on Torre Show. We all know and love you as an MC, so let's talk about hip-hop. What do you love about rhyming? For me? It's therapeutical. Um, I've always been a visionary. So as I go through things, trying to get to, you know, to my goals, I had a lot of setbacks and, and, and things happen that you have to use your mind to navigate it. And, and, and I got infatuated with adversity because it's like you really could go through that. And, um, I just started putting it in the music because, you know, I used to write things down or write things that I felt and I was able to put words together and I can feel and see what I'm saying better when I write it out. And um, I grew up loving music. So Tupac and all these different cats. And I just fell in love with, you know, you could tell that he was um, a revolutionary just by what he spoke about. 
So I, I always just like, if I had a chance to do my thing, like what it would it be about? And I stumbled upon the whole thug motivation thing because I just would notice when I would talk to older people, they would ask me questions. I already had an answer and I was, I was um, confident about it. And that made them take to me a little bit more. And um, when I started doing music, people would be like, yo, your confidence, what you're saying, I feel you, I'm from where you from. And I just fell in love with that, just that connection. And it was just like, it's a real thing. And I just never strayed away from that. So it wasn't about selling records. It was more about connecting with people and um, just being in the hearts of women, men, and children. And I fell in love with that, you know what I mean? Cause it's the whole thing is how, it's, it's how I'm packaged, is how I talk, is what I say, is what I wear. You know what I'm saying? It's just like all those different things together. That's who make, what makes me special. And the fact that I can pull from my struggle and relate to theirs, that's what I love about hip hop. Like I, I love that this is, it, it's, it's a we, it's a us thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. From what we're from, you might not get it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I love it. Um, um, you you said something really interesting. You said that you're infatuated with adversity. And yeah. I think most people like don't want adversity. We have goals. We just want to get there. I don't want traffic and hurdles in the way. What do you mean right. by infatuated with adversity? Because the people that you normally hear about that 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 make it, they went through the worst, and they just never gave up. Because that's the that's the that's the game. You just can't quit. No matter what it is, you can't quit. You got to just do something else. And it really dawned on me, like, because what infatuated me about it, and we'll talk about my show later, a little bit later and why I went that that route with the talk show, is because when I'm hearing these things, I'm like, damn, like, what would you what would you thinking when you're going through these things? And it's just like, if you hear anybody that is successful in their own right, they came from some type of pain, it came from some type of struggle, and it came from having their back against the wall and them doing something that they never did to become somebody who they've never been. And if you really like listen to immigrant stories, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm I'm very well-traveled and, and, and open-minded. You hear these things. Like, it's just like, I came to this country and I ain't have two cents. I knew no one. And now I own 30 restaurants. Like, how the hell did you do that? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I came here and, you know, and I I, I didn't have anything. And, and now you just sit up so well and, you know, you come here and it's like America's like, you know, the, the 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 home of the free and anything can happen in America. But these are the people that go through the most turmoil. And even the people that were born and raised here and they're the true Americans, you know, especially like myself and people that look like me that get out of the slums and figure it out. It's like if you really sat down and talked to them about some of the things they went through, you wouldn't believe it. Well, can I know you a lot of Let's huh? talk about some of the let's talk about some of the things that you've been through because it was right. single parent coming up in Atlanta, right? N- not much money no, going not, through it. What what did and now look at you, right? American right. dream. How did you right. get from the kid who just you and your mom, really nothing's going on, no, not much money? How did you get from that to just even being an MC? I tell people all the time, and I, I think that they don't really get because I'm not I'm not that great. Like it's not me. It's the gift. I knew at a young age like that when when I was in my mom's house, I helped my mom get her first home. It was a my father, and my mom divorced. We got our first home. It was a thirty five hundred dollar trailer. It wasn't it wasn't big enough to think. You know what I'm saying? If the wind blew, it probably it was ten. It, you like you I don't know if you know about like the ten, like like ten foil, but it's like ten. And when the wind blow, you hear, and you know. I bought my mom that trailer and she called it home and she was cool with it. 
And she was so happy. And I'm just like, wow, like this ain't it. And I was already on a mission in my mind in like, like elementary and middle school on how to do better and how to make myself better. Like that was my whole thing in life. I, as a young, as far as I can remember, I had this burning sensation in my stomach on like, how can I be better? How can I learn more? And even at a young age, I didn't like to have conversations with people unless I can take some away from, from, from the conversation. Because other than that, like you, you, we just talking. And um, I, I just set out on a path and I, I, I told myself, you know, no matter what the circumstances, what matter, no matter what the consequences, I'm going to do what I got to do to get my mom out of this situation and to put myself in a better situation and the people around me, including my sister, because I ended up putting her through college and I didn't get a chance to go to college or school because I was hustling to put her through college. When did you start so, hustling? Um, when, when did you start in the street? Uh, maybe around 11. 11 was when I really, you know, I, I was dibbling, dabbling, you know, little small things here and there for my cousins and uncles, but I didn't really get full-fledged in until I was about 11. And I told myself when I jumped off the porch, I was like, there ain't one rule. You can do this, but you got to be smart. You got to know you got to have an end goal and you cannot get caught. That, that's it. So you have to use what you've been given, which is your sense. And I have great, like I have great judge of character when it comes to people. And I have great skills when it comes to visualizing things and how it should playing out. So meaning like, I know in my mind, if you tell me tomorrow we're going to Belize <laughs> to do something, I'm going to already see in my mind what can be done while we're there and what's there and who's your team. It's like a whole, it's like a whole thing with me. And then I go, okay, cool. I got it. All right, it's cool. We do want to believe. So I know what to do if something go left or if it go right. But that's a gift I have. It's, it's, it's really a gift. So for me, um, to answer your question, like it, it was understanding, you know, when I got in the streets, you know, not to get caught up and to make the best out of it. And here we go again, full circle. The music was what was giving me the knowledge that I didn't have because I didn't know I didn't know what not to do and how to do it. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm just listening to what Master P saying. I'm listening like, okay, that makes sense. I'm listening to what Tupac saying. So I'm just getting all this information. And when I'm sitting down talking to people, they're like, damn, like you smart. And I'm like, you know, I, I like that. You know what I mean? So I listen to more. <laughs> and then I started asking adults real questions and asking. My cousins that was older than me and that was really doing it, real questions. Like, you know. So wait, when did you start saying, okay, I'm heavy in this, right. but I, I might need to do something else? Cause cause that game, you knew from the beginning, this right. game does you don't retire from that game. Right. No, I, I I'm I'm gonna be honest, like that's a whole nother conversation. I had so many close calls, like it, it was even real. And and I realized, like, and I mean like real ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I realized that it was something different because I was watching, you know, people around me get indicted. And, 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 and I'm talking about, like, you're talking about 120 people at one time that I was running with every day, get indicted. And the only thing that saved me was the fact that I was in a studio most of the time. You're talking about situations where things happened that I was just five minutes I left right before it was, it was raided or, you know, it was so many different things. And I'm just sitting there one day and I'm like, God, it, it, he's, he's taking me out of these situations because he has a bigger plan for me because it wasn't nothing that I was doing. that was so savvy or so smart. It was just more so like that ain't for you, but I'm like, how do I 
still be who I am and do something that I can do because I, I got a sixth grade education at the time. You know, I got my GED when I was locked up. So how can I do something that I can do and be successful that's not going to take me away from who I am because this is all I know. And the more things that started happening, I was like, yo, I'm going to start putting my money in music. And I started off as a CEO. So I, I went and bought all this studio equipment, went and signed some homies in the hood. And I was sitting in the studio with them every day trying to help them come up with records. But they was gangbanging and going through all this shit. One of them got killed. The other one ended up killing somebody. He's still in prison now. And the other one just was like the hell with it. And I'm sitting there and all my money's tied up in the studio. And one of my homeboys looking at me is like, well, your life's the one that's real. Why don't you do it? And I'm just like, you know what? I know I'm going to give it my all. I think I'm going to try for it. And I just started, you know, going in the studio, trying to make records. And it was hard because I'm not, I'm not a musically inclined person to where I can go in there and know what a song format is. I don't, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, so I just trial and error and trial and error and trial and error. But what I did know is that I was solid. So if I figured it out, then once I got the music to a place where it was like cool, then I started using my hustling skills. Like, okay, what do I do if I want people to buy into what I'm doing? The marketing you had, but you right. had to get the musicality. So right. when you were developing as an MC in those early days, trying to figure it out, who were the MCs or the musicians who were in your mind, who were influencing you that led to the style that you have? Well, I, I loved Cash Money at the time because of what they represented. And I knew that watching them do what they did, they was like me. They was from the hood. Were you more, as an MC, more Birdman than Wayne? Yeah, yeah. way more Birdman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no, that, Wayne, that Wayne, seems to be more who you are as an MC. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne was the, Wayne was like, I, I was a fan of Wayne growing Wayne's up. Wayne's incredible. Like, yeah, he was, he was, Wayne, Juvenile. And, and you know who else really? E-40. Cause when be legit and they had to click, that was what I was riding. That was like my, my, that was like my 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 motivation music because I'm like I'm hearing what they're talking about and I'm feeling it. And I'm like yo, like this 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 is who I am. And the more I gravitated to it because it's crazy. Like I grew up on UGK and I'm one of the first features I got because I just knew some street cats uh, uh, that knew him and I was seeing the club when I was out and I called. Him, I was like yo, Big D, like. You think you can get Barn to do a song with me? He was like, yeah, if you're going to give him the money, i like, shit, pull up. I got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I gave him the money. And it was like, I wouldn't have bought it wrong, too, though, because I had bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was really getting money. Like, I was, like, anybody that know me know I was really getting it. Like, I was first cat in the hood with the Lexus bubble, the Expeditions on Mickey Thompson, like, you name it, like, the BMW station wagons. But what I was doing that was wrong was I was actually spending money. So this one, Lil John and all them was hot. Like I was giving Lil John to tell you, like he, I wanted to beat from Lil John cause he was hotter than fist grease. And he charged me yes. like 50 racks. And I took him $50,000 in a grocery bag. I remember it's like a, a Kroger bag, like a plastic bag. And then it would be like, I wanted to verse from Pastor Troy. So I had to give him, you know, 20 piece, you know what I'm saying? So I was really just like dissing out all this money and it wasn't working. But what it was doing was letting people know that I was serious about who I was and that it was real. So when I figured the music out and it went with who people was knowing me to be, it was like, okay, well he is solid. And what happened was I went to this club on the East side. I made this, this mixtape called the streets is watching with DJ drama. 
And and that's a whole nother story because he didn't even want to do a tape with me. I had to convince him over like three years. And we finally did the tape. And I had some bread put up. And I was like, I'm about to spend all this because I'm about to blow up. And I started going to buy CDs from this guy who was pressing CDs. And what I would do was buy 100,000 CDs at a time. And they had this event in Atlanta called the Birthday Bash. And it's like the biggest thing in Atlanta for the radio station. All the people come there. And there's normally like 30,000, 40,000 people there. And so what I did was paid all these people to stand outside the Birthday Bash and pass out my CDs. And then there was a party that weekend at this club on the east side called a prime time. And I, with my team of people I paid, went to that club and passed out CDs to everybody in that club. And once I saw that there was people that was really in that club that was frequented, I went there for the next three, four months every Sunday to that same club and passed out my CDs until they called me for a show. They're like, we don't even know who you are, but everybody's playing your, your music. And that's when I was like... <laughs> We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick, let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. My family uses DoorDash all the time because it connects us to our favorite restaurants without us having to drive. Last night, we got some Indian food for my wife, some gumbo for me, and sushi for the kids. And everyone was happy, and we didn't have to do the dishes. The process of ordering was quick and easy, and I love DoorDash for real. So I was so happy to do this for them because I'm a customer, because I know DoorDash is your door to more. Must be over 21 to order alcohol. Alcohol available only in select markets. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. One of the people who helped inspire me to want to be in broadcasting is Oprah Winfrey. She's an inspiration for so many of us, but her daytime talk show was so incredible. And it told me that you could be black and authentic and real on TV. And that made me want to do it, too. Black Stories, Black Truths is NPR's new collection that's a celebration of blackness. Each of NPR's black voices are as direct, varied, distinct and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how to create world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Black perspectives that haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story, but now they are the story. On NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, as nuanced, and as Black as we are. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Influencer. It's a word that gets tossed around a lot these days. There is a woman who went the distance, who broke ground as the first 
true influencer by living a remarkable life. Her name, Elizabeth Taylor. I'm Katy Perry. This is the story of the original influencer. This is Elizabeth the First. Elizabeth the First, the podcast, wherever you listen. Police officer shot and killed a black woman in her own home. Incident after incident, year after year. Say their name. A podcast that focuses on the assault and killing of unarmed black people by police and in stand your ground states. I'm the mother, father, sister, uncle, grandmother. We were best friends. We are humanizing these headlines, figuring out who these victims really were before the hashtags. Say their name. You can listen on the ACAST app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you blew up fast. And I wanna I wanna say something real, right? Because I I'm from the early, early days of hip hop, grew up right. listening to every cassette from the beginning. Um, and I was a real New York snob. And there were a lot of us who were like, Psh, West Coast, whatever, South, right. whatever. And when you blew up, a lot of New Yorkers could still be real snobby about it, like, Psh, whatever. And, and nobody thinks like that anymore. And when you were first coming up, I was like, yeah, he's all right, but he rhymed real slow. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of New Yorkers said the same thing. And I know you mm-hmm. heard that before. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, people loved you even no matter what some of us were saying, right? So we were right. wrong. But I wonder what you say to somebody like me who is being a New York snob who's like, yeah, Jeezy's cool, but he rhymes really slow. Right. Well, the thing that I had, it wasn't about the music. It was about the package. I spoke for hustlers. I spoke for people who was ambitious that wanted more than what people around them thought. It was like what Jay-Z was talking about, like I was listening to Ain't Ain't No Nigga in the Trap. You know what I'm saying? Like, And people were like, what the hell are you listening to? I'm like, yo, this is Jay-Z. He, he talking about things I, I couldn't even envision. If you ain't on the same flight, if you ain't getting manicures, like I can't even, you know, go around the, bu- the, the block in my old uh, Buick Regal. And he's talking about these things. I'm like, damn. So what, what I'm saying is, and the reason why even me and Jay connected so well is because we speak the same language. It's not about the music. It's about the package. It's about how you come, your demeanor, what do you say, how you carry yourself. And it goes, he might talk slow, but I understand where he's coming from. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I get yeah. it. Like, yeah. he, he, he's the one that sticks out. If you go in a neighborhood, <clears throat> you can see the person that everybody looks to for leadership. He's not. He doesn't even know he's the leader. He just, ha- he's packaged right. He he gets it. And for me, I got it. And I stuck to my guns because at that time, music was crunk. You had a little scrappy and, and, and all that whole movement. Then it was snap. And I had the slowest music ever. Like Trap or Die was slow. But when it did take off, when they played that mixtape in the clubs, you would have three, 4,000 people reciting every word just because I talked slow and they understood what I was saying. That was a you big, <laughs> big difference right. that that the South had and the West had, that you rhymed slow enough that people right. could learn the words really quickly. Right. You know, not, Nas, not only so, learn, go ahead. Not only learn, feel. You see what I'm saying? They felt me. They're like, damn, you know, like, okay, okay. It's the package. You know what I'm saying? Do I believe them? Well, let me ask somebody, you know Jeezy? Oh, man, yeah, yeah, he, he uh, well, that's all it take, penitentiary. Yo, yeah, yeah, your man Jeezy, I, 
Yeah, you know, I'm in here with his man. His man doing ten. You know, what I mean, he say he say he like that. That's all you need. It's the package. I mean, we definitely <laughs> definitely believed that you were who you said you were, right? right. There was definitely MCs was like, I don't know if he's really doing all the stuff he's talking about, but we definitely right. believe he he's real. So that's what you're talking about with the package. Package, and then what I'm saying is, it's like word of mouth. It's like if you don't check out. People are not going to believe what you say, but if somebody from Baltimore that's really just known for being solid go, oh, no, I rock with him. He, You know, I know some of his people. You got the whole Baltimore just off that. Right. One word. That one cosign gets you the whole thing because that's who they respect. You, you see what I'm saying? It's the package. It's, it's like you can be the music, but if I don't respect you, I'm not telling nobody to listen to what you're talking about. But at you know some what I'm saying? Point, but at some point, you got to be able to go in the studio Hear right. a beat, get in the pocket, and make us feel you as an MC. And what was the point at which you were like, "Okay, I I, I got this MC shit. Like I feel like I'm like I'm not trial and error anymore. I know right. I'm 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 here." Well, when I saw what was starting to happen in the streets and what was starting to transpire, and I just felt the energy shift. Like it was like it was fun. It was cool. It was that. And then you start saying like, "Oh." it's about to be some real time giving out around here. I can see it. Like, you know, when, when the indictments start rolling around and shit start getting real, to be honest with you, I went in and when I did Trap or Die and some of the motivation, if I'm honest, I didn't think I was going to be free in time for it to come out or live. So I gave it everything I had. It was like, if, if I'm never heard again, they got to hear this. And when I got my deal, this is no lie. I told them this the other day when they asked me about that. I was so passionate and and, and so not so uncertain about how I was going to play out. I had a lady that worked with me and I was going up to Def Jam when I first got my deal right before Thug Motivation because I had like most of it recorded already. And we was on this flight, me and her. And um, she was like, well, I brought your drive so that you can go to the studio and knock some of this stuff out that you need to knock out. And I lost it. I was like, you telling me that my vocals and my drive is on the same flight as me. If the plane go down right now, ain't nobody going to hear this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, we, we both going to be gone. But you know what I'm saying? And that's how passionate I was because I was like, I just want the world to hear what I got to say. Like, they, they got to feel me. So and um, That is the most incredible mindset going into an album that I'm not sure I'm going to be free or alive. Yeah. So oh, I'm going to nah. put every, yeah, this might be my last will and testament. So Sit. I'm just going to, like, I have no fear. I'm just going to say everything. Right. Which was why a lot of the resistance came because it was just like, is he dry snitching? Is he telling on people? It's just like, it's like, no, nah, this is all I got. I'm not a carpenter. I can't tell you how to fix a house. I'm not a mechanic. I don't know nothing about the cars. You know what I'm saying? But I am from the streets and this is what I see. This is what I know. And this is a soundtrack to everything that I'm going through and everything that I see even if the people around me don't see it like this. And when it happened and it blew up, I, it, it was a shift. I felt it. And, and, and that's why I go about the things the way that I do, win, lose, or draw, because it ain't me. It's the gift. I was elected to do this. Like, I, I didn't do, I didn't come in and just say, yo, this is how I'm, the people put me in this position. You know what I'm saying? So I feel obligated to be straight up with them. And I can tell when I'm not, because they're not, they're not buying into it. Like, you could tell when 
you're not doing saying what you should do because people are like, no, nah, I don't really. See, that's you know a great MC when you feel like you are a representative of the people, Absolutely. right? Like I, I, I stand for, you know, the north side of Atlanta or the south side of Newark right. or, you know, Brooklyn or whatever. Like, so I got to tell you what it is and show you in the videos what it is in my hood because I am a represent, I'm like a congressman or a senator for right. my community. But the thing about it was, it was a little bigger than that. I had become the hood president, if you will. I, I, I was the Barack Obama of the struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's like I was the guy. And everything I did had to uh, uh, apply with that. So it was a real responsibility that I took seriously. And that's why I wasn't afraid to evolve. Because I'm like, you put me in this position to lead. I understand that. I'm going to do that. And, and I'm going to be very responsible about everything that I do, including making myself better. Like, I came in the game smoking, drinking, all that. I was like, hold up, this ain't it. Let me figure this out. And I started figuring certain things out. Okay, I want to be around. I want to be healthy. I, 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 let me figure it out. So now, if you see it, people are not scared to take some of those turns because it was like, either you're doing what we're doing, you're gun-toting, you're running with 100 people, you're doing that, do that, and that's it. And then you die. Is it. We saw it. Tupac. It stopped there for me. There's nobody after that that I feel like I respected more. But what I do know is that people never took into consideration. Tupac was in the theater. He was in the poetry. He was in the acting. He was in the he was in the uh, he, he was in the activism. He was in, he was in so many different things. But we just respected his music. We didn't see what a gift he was because we were so caught up in his thugging, and he was only thugging for us. And it took his life. But he could have been, you know, it could have been Machiavelli on Broadway. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. we didn't let him do that. Mm -hmm. We boxed him in. So for me, like my whole thing is watching that. And coming from the streets and knowing that I've seen people before me make mistakes, I don't want to make that same mistake. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do everything that I feel like I need to do as a representative of the people because they got to see. If you want to do a talk show, you can do that. Well, I, 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 want to talk, I want to talk about your show, about, right. but I want to hear about how do you write a rhyme? Are you in the phone? Are you pen to paper? Mm -hmm. Are you straight off the dome? How do you right. do it? Well, this project in particular, album, I wrote everything. On um, paper or on the phone? On the paper. On the paper. My better half gave me a, 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 a notepad when I got off the plane. Brand new notepad. It ain't have nothing so, in it. So is it like the producer gives you, you know, some beats and you listen and you write or you write I, in the studio I was, or? I was, well, this one, like, like when I'm no, I, when I know I'm in pocket, I go in with the theme. Like I go in with how I feel. Like I knew this felt. Well, I'm, I'm 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 writing this while I'm watching news clips, riots riots happening. I'm watching this. I'm writing this while I'm running up the street to go uh, to participate in the march. You know what I'm saying? Speak to the people and march with the NAACP. I'm writing this when I'm talking to the mayor of Atlanta because she wants me to sit down with Joe Biden. I'm writing this when all these things are going on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. And and that's what's coming out of me because it, it's 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 a, it's a theme now. It's like no, you 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 have to embody what comes with that. And that's bigger than just being an artist or an MC. So the things that you're pinning up, you know what I mean? They have to be your true feelings and, and what your true emotions are. And for me, you can't just think that and say it. You have to write it down and look at it. It's like it's like writing a poem. You know what I'm saying? You got to write it, revise it a couple of times, and you got to feel it as you say it. And then the next person to read it and feel how you felt. It was that. It was like 
I couldn't just put words together. They had to mean something. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear, oh, Lord, and me come in, my mama's still sick. I'm giving you an update. Like, I'm still going through shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't shit too. Ain't, ain't shit new. Ain't much change. The hood's still blue. You know what I'm saying? They catch you off the windows. They might kill you too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just you, you, you just put them in the, like, it's like the opening credits to a movie. This is what's happening. You know, I'm, I'm opening the film. It's opening up. And here we go. It's it. We in this. And you in it with me. If you feel me. And it was like knowing that, you know, um, you know, uh, 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 when you tell them black lives matter until, until you need a loan, you know, those, those are real, those are real quotes. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't vote for Trump cause he don't feel us. We can't joke, vote for Trump cause he going to kill us. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real. You know what I'm saying? You know, like young, young thug daughter. Uh, I said, we motherfucking tired. Dear Mr. President, you motherfucking fired. Get your ass out of here. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's before he lost the election. Because I know it's happening. You you might not see it. He's ass out of here. Because he's not the right person for the job. And I'm saying, you're saying that. That's my truth. A lot of people might not agree with me. But I saw that before it was going to even happen because of what was going on and what's transpiring. And us, as a culture, we so caught up in this internet and this Instagram and all these things. We forget that. Four months ago, we was out here fighting for our lives. People were buying stuff to get ready to protect their families. But as soon as something good happened, it's kumbaya, we forget about it. So I don't want to let you forget about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to bring you to speed. I want to tell you, hey, this is what's going on, and I'm going to open this movie, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to uh, talk about when, it on every level. When you, when you, The way you talked about your, your, your style right there, you remind me a lot of Ice Cube mm. and the way that he would make movies with his words and get pictures yeah. and really try to make you feel it. Is right. he one of your influences? Well, Ice Cube got two songs I'll never forget. It's called What Can I Do? And um What Can I What What, what Can I What I think it's What Can I Do? And um um is one more. We talk about um uh you know how we do it. And he painted this picture about you know, he's just painting these different pictures. And the difference, I think, between the two is he had a militant mind state on, you know, being a gangster. I got a militant mind state on being a black man in America and having to do whatever it is you got to do to survive. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the difference. Like, clearly to me, my message is, listen, listen you got to evolve somewhere. You got to figure it out. It ain't no, ain't no playbook. Ain't no, ain't no mentors. Ain't like you got to figure it out. But this is what I know about it, and I'm giving it to you. And back then, Q, to me, put you in a sense of I'm not gonna let my own kind harm me because I'm a G. I'm gonna stand up for mine. The game is switched. It ain't our own kind, even though that's still out there. Is 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 the enemy coming now? It's, 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 it's racism. It's, it's, it's politics. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's different now. Like it's a whole nother war. It's the us, cops, you know, the war on right, drugs. Right. It's, it's, it's just all these things coming at you now. So I just want to give you all the tools and, and the resources that I have. So I think that's the difference between the two, but like that, that, you know how we do it. And what could I do? It's like two of my favorite cube songs ever. Tell me about, who are the top five MCs who make you feel it the most? Not necessarily the best, right? Different right. than that, but who make you? And I, and you keep talking about Pac, so I'm I'm, I'm assuming you're going to put Pac number Absolutely. one because he really uh, gets it into uh, your heart. But who Pac, who else? Jay, 
Jay definitely. Yeah, he, he 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 when he's in pocket, like American Gangster, I was just like, okay, I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he just put me in his mindset of he had to go back to his roots. You know what I'm saying? And then again, I go back to it. Like when you meet Emery, which is his partner, you know, he just got out and did 10. It all makes sense. Somebody ain't lying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, that's there's that. I feel him on that. Um, in that realm, like I really felt be legit. Because to me, Bila, Bila is not, he's not an MC. He's just a cat. You could tell he had his hands in the in the dirt a little bit, but he 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 was running around with E40 and he was saying some real shit. And you're like, damn, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So to me, like he was just one of those guys I really like, okay, feel. Um, and that was the from the hustling aspect. Feel. Who else would I say I felt? Um on on the artist level. It's 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 cause I rarely rock with a few. Um I felt I felt Andre 3000. Hell yeah. I felt him. He was smart. I felt that. Like he he was smarter than he looked. You know what I'm saying? He was more creative than we thought. I felt that. Um it was one point, you know, I never been to college. I didn't know what it's like to be a college rapper. I was one point in Kanye's career, I was like, yo, he's fucking different. Um, who else as far as felt? Um, one more good one. Hmm. Jadakiss. Mm. I really like Jadakiss. I really felt like Jadakiss I mean, just he he I never been to Yonkers like that unless I went to Sue's rendezvous, but he made you feel like <laughs> he made you feel like you was in that thing, you know what I mean? What does eating healthy mean to you? Whatever your eating goals, Thrive Market is the best place to get all your groceries and household essentials. And getting Thrive shipped to your door is like having a great supermarket right outside your house. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and ethical sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free essentials, Thrive Market's got it and their site lets you curate your shopping experience quickly. And as a Thrive member, I save on every order. Usually about 30%, which of course I love. And when you join, you help a family in need with the membership matching program. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a $60 gift for free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E Market dot com slash Torrey thrive market dot com slash Torrey on March 16th 2000 two sheriff's deputies were shot in Atlanta Jamil Alamin a Muslim leader and former black power activist was convicted but the evidence was shaky and the whole truth didn't come out during the trial my name is Mosi Secret and when I started investigating this case in my hometown I uncovered a dark truth about America from Tinderfoot TV Campside Media and iHeart Podcasts Radical is available now Listen to the new podcast, Radical, for free on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, that was great. For more from me and Jeezy, join us over at patreon.com slash Show.
Thanks so much to Jeezy for a great interview. And thanks to you for listening. And thanks to our super producers, Britt, Marcus Harkis, Noel, Sam Montes, Jason Reynolds, Gerville Calais, Michelle Brenda Cox, Kathy F., Keena Murphy, and Earl Dorsey. Torre Show gives you fuel to power your dreams because you can use your dreams like a rocket ship to blast you into a life you never imagined. You can make your dreams a reality, and this show can help. You can find me on Twitter at Torre and on Instagram at Torre Show and on Patreon at patreon.com slash Torre Show. Torre Show is written by me, Torre, and produced by Jackie Garifano. Our editor is Ryan Woodhall. Our photographers are Chuck Marcus and Shanta Covington. Our booker is Claudia Jean. We're distributed by DCP Entertainment. And we will be back on Friday and on Wednesday with more amazing guests because the man can't shut us down. We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick, let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. My family uses DoorDash all the time because it connects us to our favorite restaurants without us having to drive. Last night, we got some Indian food for my wife, some gumbo for me, and sushi for the kids. And everyone was happy, and we didn't have to do the dishes. The process of ordering was quick and easy, and I love DoorDash for real. So I was so happy to do this for them because I'm a customer, because I know DoorDash is your door to more. Must be over 21 to order alcohol. Alcohol available only in select markets. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered.